I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. I'm Paul Mitzi. I'm Lucy Thomas. I'm Brendan Levi. <laughs> <laughs> and we're the Swapcast Podcast. Every we episode, we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. Unless <laughs> Brendan and Lucy quit after this week. <laughs> because we watched the 2016 comedy... Mama Boy, starring Stephen Tobolowsky and Gary Busey, where a high school student must hide the fact that he has become pregnant from his family, friends, and the school faculty. As always, we love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email, or check us a review on iTunes so we can get to 100 reviews and do an episode on Facebook already. <laughs> I'm going to rip Paul's face off. <laughs> <laughs> so, on to Mama's Boy. <laughs> <laughs> or Mama Boy, rather. <laughs> this is the... F- <laughs> <laughs> it all stays, no edits, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first fetus swap we have done for the show. <laughs> It's not even a swap. <laughs> Does this swap subgenre earn a place among the others that we have covered on the show? And in fact, do you feel like this should be classed as a body swap film at all? No. No, I don't. <laughs> and I have a lot to say and I can't wait to to rap about this yeah. and have fun and laugh. <laughs> but yeah. I need to say a million things before we start. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the festivities can begin. Okay. Hit us. I just... <laughs> I, he, Paul has broken me. This has broken me. He, this is... I am irate. The entire, and the entire film, he is laughing with glee. Yeah. And I mean... Okay. So he, the, I'm going to be the fun police here and we're just going to say it and then we can... Move past it, but yeah. this was the most transphobic, homophobic, like <laughs> it, film that we've watched so far. I don't know, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can class it as those things because it's. So not I just am going to say, and we can just move past it. But, but mm. trans men do have children. Yes, but I don't think this film is about that experience. No. But it's like satirizing the the. It's like laughing at men being pregnant. Yeah. So it it's 2016. Mm. This was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, they should know better. Yeah. It was very bad. Like it was just this was a fucking mess. This yeah. was a garbage fire. Yeah. I can tell you right now where I'm going to put this in the list. It's at the bottom. <laughs> it is number 100. However many of these movies we've done, I will tell you right now that it's. I'm sending it. 
<laughs> to the bottom of the line. Bottom of the pile. Okay, so let the festivities, <laughs> let the frivolities begin. Brendan? Uh, what was, wait, what was the question? Does this, is Where this a body swap? It? Should it be? Is does this deserve to be a body is swap? Is it a body swap? And is this a is this a subgenre that we should get no, into? No, it's now? not, Paul. You just really wanted us to watch this dumb movie. <laughs> it's went, a swap. Oh, this looks like a piece of shit. Can I just say? So Later we up. have done a double record today. I have watched the two films that we've recorded today. So I have done. Four hours and ten minutes of this <laughs> shit today of watching this, these movies. So we actually recorded our Halloween episode first, which was the Denzel Washington film Fallen, which went for two hours and four minutes, and this one went for two hours and five minutes. I don't know. I'm forever changed. <laughs> what do you want to do? This was the this was the this was the film equivalent. Of like Rebecca Black's Friday, <laughs> like if that it was a song, it, this felt like that in a, as a film. Like, how did this get made? Who's like little baby project is this? Do you know what genre this is? Peter swapping is not a genre that we're going to see. That's <laughs> Ever not again. a thing. I, this are we going to do Junior? But... What was the one? What was the one that had Denise Richards that was Christian? Switched. Yeah, this is that genre. Mm. So there uh, is it a Christian movie because I couldn't tell because it went. It was. It definitely was. It was. It was anti-abortion, anti-contraception. It was homophobic. It was. But then the dad character who we're supposed to think is a good guy is like, I'm not one for religious rules. But let do me rap this, about do that, and then you end up me, just being a big doo doo. But let me rap about God <laughs> forgives this, and God does this, and God does that, and it, there yeah. was never any mention. If this wasn't a film that was like deeply steeped in religious like funding and whatever, there was no mention of like. Should we have this baby? Like, can we care for this child? Can we? Mm. It, yeah. And as the only birthing person in this group of people, I was so offended by this. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot to say. I, I feel like paralyzed with fear, with with rage. <laughs> Look, I have a deep affection for films that are so bad they're good. And this film is very, very bad on every level. And I love, especially when films... This isn't pretty cool. This isn't Velocipasta. This movie was serious. This movie took itself seriously. But that's why I... Like, the fact that it was so, like, sincere... You're psychotic. You you are evil. (laughs) You're a bad person. It's just like... It's just like watching a car crash. It's like... How many bad decisions can a director and a writer make in one film, and they make every single one possible? The fact that it that it that it meant everything it said it, that just erases it being good. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I put this on the same level. Like, Brendan and I watched another Christian movie recently, um, Assassin Thirty Three AD. Mm-hmm. Well, which, that was a masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> this, like okay, that went for a lot less. Like the runtime was a lot less, and this is just probably, you know, <laughs> saving grace of that one. Like, and but I just kept thinking, this the editing in this film is so bizarre. Like, it's like they only shot two shots 
so they could only use the one take and they couldn't edit that take because they only had one master shot of every scene. Yeah, so definitely. everything had to run its course. Everything had to run its course and, and there were so many pauses and but then, silences. Uh, but then also, long. then also there's like all these like weird gaps that feel like they're doing like ad writ, like they're, they're like riffing. They're yeah. given space to, you know, work with the characters or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Like and it was just not funny. It was exhausting. But, <laughs> but I just kept imagining being in the premiere night when this guy you know the <laughs> in way, a you packed theatre yeah, yeah. and those silences and just hearing the silence and, the whole... and tumbleweed. Yeah. You know the way in the start the principal did a thing at the assembly mm-hmm. and like he was trying to joke or get mm-hmm. the school like to clap and cheer or whatever and it was just like the school was just silent and like, we hate you. Yeah. That's what it was like to be in this room. It was like <laughs> and dead like, air. The principal, there's two characters, the principal and the nurse in the school who talked at such a snail pace. pace like every word. <laughs> Don't do it to had us. <laughs> Gap, <laughs> like that's literally the pace that she's talking at, and I'll I'll put in a clip so you guys at home can hear exactly that. We're not exaggerating. They talked so painfully slow. I could be charmed into becoming cougar for you, little lion cub. You're out of my league. Well. You'll let me know when you graduate to the majors. The scenes with the nurse and the principal actually felt physically painful. Okay, to so watch. we have to do, yeah. And I mean, this is a film that you love and you're advocating for. Just remember that. <laughs> Just remember that. Okay, so you have to do the plot so then uh, we can start talking about to just pick it apart piece by piece. Yeah. Because what the fuck was the nurse like? Okay, do the plot. I got so much to say. Three, two, one. Okay, so there's a kid and he's dating the preacher's daughter in secret and impregnates her. And so she doesn't, uh, you know, reveal to the dad and get in trouble. He goes to his crazy scientist uncle and does an experiment to have the baby transferred into his body. And then he has the baby and everyone fat shames him and tells him (laughs) a piece of shit. And then she leaves him also. And then uh, he has the baby and forgives her. Zero. I mean, he did pretty well. That I mean, that is the crux of. Yeah, that is what it is. Yeah. But, uh yeah, I'm. Uh, but not only did he have the baby, he had twins. Oh yeah, twist. Yeah, and I mean, I love the way you know. It's like, oh, twins. That's crazy. It's like, well, actually, like he was a pregnant person, um, and had no prenatal care for the entire nine months that he carried the baby. So it was like there was no scans. Nobody told him that he had. Yeah, twins growing inside him. He didn't take any vitamins. Like it, this is so irresponsible. All he did was why? read a book that looked like it was from the sixties about why how to give a baby birth to a baby. The scientist uncle who swapped the body in there at least offered to monitor. Well, like, we, let's see how this goes, and let's keep an eye on you. And well, make the answer sure- to that question is he's not a scientist, <laughs> is he? He's like the 
He invented the, a machine that no, he's swaps like fetuses. He's a psychotic uncle who's had like a mental break and is pretending to be a like a yeah. And that, 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 the dad is just like, just go along with Uncle Jimmy's like. <laughs> yeah, when we're mind. introduced yeah. to him, it's yeah. like, hey, where's your dad? I'm going to experiment on him. <laughs> <laughs> but like his dad just goes along with this. Like the uncle. It's was- like in Shutter Island when Thingy is a. <laughs> Cop that's lost his mind. You just have to pretend. Sure. <laughs> um, the uncle was obviously like a nod to Brendan's favorite movie of all time, Back oh, to the Future. Yeah. Did that anger your blood? Oh, that was like <laughs> Gadzooks instead of Great Scots and yeah. Gigaflops instead of Gigawatts. Like it was very like on the nose kind of yeah, yeah parody of um doc, yeah, doc from there was so many the there's so many things like there was that and you know like a crazy best friend yeah. that made oh, the me weasel yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> there were there were more of them like uh the best friend was so bad yeah but at least he was the only one i was like yeah i, I buy that you're a teenager in high school that just got plucked out of algebra and put in this movie <laughs> like you have had no acting experience uh, any, well I think the kid the main kid is from a Disney Channel show but uh, everyone else like, yeah, I very much felt pray, like locals I hope and pray yeah. that that kid has had therapy for the shame <laughs> the shame and like humiliation that, that it would be it, it would be to just you know like be drifting off to sleep at night and be like, oh, I was in that movie and people could see it. It's on the internet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But back to the uncle, like, so the crux of this film is that he creates this machine, I guess. Yeah, that- he hot glues a remote control to a server tower. And- yeah, <laughs> and apparently that m- takes a fetus and takes it from one body and puts it in into another body. Yeah. Uh, we never see exactly how that works in yeah, any way. Yeah, right. Well, because, so what's the girl's name? Lisa. Lisa faints, and so we don't actually get to see the procedure because she faints and they just choose to do it anyway. (laughs) Unethical. Not to mention, he did this to a monkey before, justice for Adam. That is, like, (laughs) preposterous. Yeah. (laughs) The monkey that dies. Yeah, exactly. R.I.P. This is just... (laughs) No. All loved when it. they showed that monkey corpse, <laughs> <laughs> out of all the things I expected to see in see, this film, it was a monkey's corpse. <laughs> no, it was, it was too sad. Uh, this this film, and like by the way, like it never even addressed the fact that they had sex. Oh yeah, they completely like no, it, not even said the word or like. Yeah. How do you think this happened? Like, it's were like, you wearing a? Con- we've it was made like, mistakes. Yeah, we've made mistakes. Yeah. You tell me that's not religious money. That's such a load of shit. It yeah. was like- I just want to know what the religious like denomination was that funded this film because America's th- religion. Yeah, but like for like fundamentalist Christians, this yeah. is pretty. This is too racist. Yeah, but what about that assassins? Whatever you're talking about, that I'm sure isn't that like. Yeah, I mean that w- that's another example of like, but they don't care about yeah. this is, I, they don't I care about like, violence and stuff. It's like, but I feel like they're like near enough is good enough. It's I mean, like, that if film we're reaching, shot all the disciples point blank in the head. With I feel AK-47. like they're like if we're reaching an audience and getting a message out there, like it doesn't matter. They don't yeah. care how much they muddy the water. They just want to like ram their opinion down your throat. 
Well, yeah, that's that's I, I know what you mean because it's very much towing the line between like having a very gospel message, but then also it has all these like sexual innuendo and like scenes of girls' butts and and the villain is a pastor in a church. Yeah, and like going to church is seen as a negative thing. Yeah, so it's quite strange mm. in that way. Like, there's no, like, cool youth pastor that's like, <laughs> come to my flock, children, and I'll accept you, even though you're having a baby as a man. Like, there's none of that. Well, that's the dad, really. Like, he's the one who is like, oh, that pastor. But you know what? God's everywhere, and he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, on a production value level, this film is just like, what the fuck? Also, there's did this... we mention yeah. Gary Busey is in this film. Do you think he just wandered onto the set? Because that's the vibe. Yeah, absolutely I do. And like the audacity for everyone to be making fun of the guy that was pregnant for Mm. being fat Fat. when Mm. Gary Busey has the exact same Same build. And even he was calling him a hippo. It's like, "Mm, plant kettle black much. Yeah, the fat Chevy was was sort of... The fat phobia was... The body image in this film is very warped because, like, before he's pregnant, this kid, like, you know, he's not awful, but he's just, like, your average run-of-the-mill skinny twink. And everyone's acting <laughs> like he's the fucking muscle god. People are going and squeezing his arms and telling him how sexy and, yeah, and he amazing he was. Yeah, he didn't have a rig at all. Yeah, he like, just looked like your average teen, yeah. skinny, lanky teen. I mean, he was like a bit Justin Bieber or something. But yeah. Uh, it, yeah, he was very Disney Channel. I would yeah, have said yes. Clay from Thirteen Reasons Why. <laughs> <laughs> Not even <laughs> Clay's got. He Clay's actually built. Uh, he Clay's got that real skinny, wiry, fit arms. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. like no high school. It looks like that. I go Clay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't believe the things I mean. I who would? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So and then once he gets I know, pregnant, Clay took his shirt off once in the show, and I'm like, that kid would never be bullied in school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chicks would be throwing their yeah. underwear at him. Yeah, and like, have you seen Clay's band in real life? Like, he has a band. Yeah, Ooh, I mean, it's Wall- really Wallows, and they're actually like really good. Oh, I bet they're not. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Shut the fuck okay, up. Okay, no, I wrote down. <laughs> I bet as... Brendan loves this soundtrack. There was so much like pop punk. <laughs> like, yeah. Why was that me? You were shazamming Uber songs. I was. I was. I, was, I thought <laughs> I'd be kind, so kind as to make a playlist for our listeners <laughs> of all the bangers that are on this track. Uh, uh, you mean like? So the main character's in a band, <laughs> and um, he's, the song that he sings is terrible. And the lip sync he does, like, yeah. is... But then later in the movie, his phone rings and his own song so is his ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to him being, uh, yeah, once he gets pregnant and he gets fat, Everyone in the entire... Doesn't get fat, by the way. Oh, yeah. He remains skinny, but then he has a a pregnant belly. And everyone in the town just becomes the cruelest (laughs) pieces of shit to him. Like, they're all, like, Like yelling shit at him, (laughs) like, taking videos of, like, him eating. And, like, even people that are, quote, unquote, overweight are doing this to him. I'm like, what? Yeah. Is going on. He here. even goes into a shop to buy clothes, and that person is bullying. Oh, him. I love that. With the tux, the, st- the guy who runs the tux store is like, 
Like this customer comes in, he's like, "Hey, how about I just riff some fat jokes on this guy till he leaves?" Yeah, he's like, "My friend would like a suit." You mean this fucking hippo piece of shit? Yeah. He's like, "What the fuck is going on?" I would like but, a suit, sir. But like, no one in this film acts like an actual human being. No, no. like, no, it, it's it was like aliens talking the whole time. You know the way like all the dialogue had to completely set up the backstory and the whatever. I'm like. Yeah. Humans don't interact in this way. Yeah. Like, two people don't have a conversation like this ever. No <laughs> dialogue was ever even anything close to to natural. Yeah, because the movie starts with this, like, really long, oh. long sequence of, like, uh, the scientist chasing after a mouse. I'm like, this is really going on, like, a long time. <laughs> and then... It cuts to like inside the church. The main couple are like hiding out in the in the um, bell tower, and this conversation goes just goes on and on. Every time you think it's going to end, it just keeps going. Like the the the, the musical score will fade out, and then it will come back <laughs> in. Cause like I guess uh, it's too much fucking dead air here. We run better, that track, yeah, baby. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, also, you're right. I feel like it could. That's the start of that. Could have been a pawn. It was yeah. like them hiding in the bell tower. Oh, and daddy's the pastor. And oh, and yeah. then it was like, actually, no, we're never going to talk about how we have sex or do yeah. anything. We're going to like kiss for a millisecond. Mm. And then I'm going to say, I have a hankering for mm. something. And the camera just like pans away. It's like, oh. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you're very right. The dialogue was very much like, it's the nearly the anniversary of when we met. Ten Do you remember that? Yeah. Ten years ago. You were seven and I was eight. And it's you like, he did was there, this, bitch. You I don't need that. to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to do that. And then and then he's like, ah, I can't wait till we can touch in public. How long again? Oh, it's eight months and four days. Why is that? Because I'm going to turn 18 then. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> it's like, fuck, fuck, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> And, okay, so how do we go through? What do we talk about? The quarterback looked forty-five. That was in high school. The nurse. What was the nurse? Yeah, it was refreshing to have a female as the sexual predator. <laughs> yeah, the nurse that constantly try, was trying to get the teenagers she looked, naked. She looked kind of butch. Like it didn't make it, you know. Like, yeah, we, yeah. And she had like a she, Russian accent. There's a thing where she like took her clothes off at the school dance, and like, she still had a job. It's like <laughs> it's like if she was like this sexy whatever. Like, like the character were, made zero sense. Yeah, they were playing a like uh, the, what's uh, I don't know the names of them. Police Academy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's like the the. No, yeah. I'm, I give up on this reference. <laughs> yeah. I think she was supposed to be like a Stifler's mum kind of situation. Real? No, I was thinking of. Uh, I, I wish I knew people's names. <laughs> the lady from Glee. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Sue Sylvester. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. There you yeah. go. Well done. Yeah, but yeah, that the performance definitely. Do like, you mean Jane Lynch though? Said a Glee character's name. Yeah, no, I said Sue Sylvester Jane Lynch. Oh, right. I think it's funny that you (laughs) you immediately had the name of her Glee character in your pocket. That was funny. I watched fucking a lot of Glee. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know you do have (laughs) it. Oh, did you notice the scene? So when he first starts getting pregnancy symptoms, he's in science class and he's supposed to be dissecting a frog 
and it's like fully a plastic frog. No, I did you notice it. the frog? I missed it. How did no one notice the frog? And he kept knocking it, and it kept like wobbling because no. it was. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you guys didn't notice. I was that. too busy writing down notes. <laughs> and I There's think so all, much shit to keep I track think of. all the money did go to Gary Busey, Gary Busey, and Tobolowsky. Co- whatever his yeah. name is. Did you see the fucking banner at the school dance? That it was like out of pen, pen on yeah, white the, paper. And it was like, it looks like that paper that comes out of a printer that has teeth in the yeah. corner. Like, <laughs> it was so cheap. We could make something better. But see, like, easily. Every, every movie I watch of like American, like, dances and proms and stuff like that, mm. like, like, this to me, I'm like, Oh, is this the reality? Is this what they actually look like? Mm. Like they can't possibly look like the the movies, right? Surely they're yeah, just Yeah, I think there's an in between. Stars like, gaff to a you know Yeah. <laughs> this this divider, was definitely yeah. it can't be as shit as this and it's probably not as good as uh, you know, like she's all that. It's kinda like in the yeah. middle. <laughs> uh but oh god, like I watched Bring It On yesterday and just the <laughs> stark contrast to like how that teen film was made in this is just like, my God. <laughs> yeah, but I just can't believe you could even utter them in the same sentence. Bring It On features the most perfect creature known to man. <laughs> Jesse whose Bradford. name escapes me. Yeah, there you go. And this was a fucking pile of dog shit with flies and stink ones <laughs> coming off it. This is... A- I Speak have never felt this way. I think it might be the worst film I've ever seen. Ever? Yeah. I mean, it's it's very bad. So you would say that The Room is better than this? Yep. Would you say uh I feel sex like The trip. Room, the the room was, was made better. by one dude mm-hmm. um, who was like a real kind of... Egomaniac. Weirdo. Yeah. This was made like by a bunch of people. There would have been like meetings, studio. Like this wasn't self-funded or, you know, oh, this was. I don't know. 2016, might... 2016, there, there's no excuse. I I have a feeling that this was probably a one-man a show and he roped a whole bunch of people into it. I have that vibe to it. Surely a group of people could have not made this many bad decisions. How did they get Gary Busey and Tobolowski? Well, if he's got some kind of religious like affiliations, maybe through that. I don't know. But that's the thing. Stephen Tobolowski, he does a lot of good stuff. He is, like, I listen to his podcast sometimes. He's a highly intelligent person. Yeah. What bet did he lose? He's got gambling debts, <laughs> like maybe? He, he has really good taste as well. Like, he talks about the projects that he's done and he analyzes other movies. Like, why was he in this? Why? Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. There we are should, so many we why questions. Why? <laughs> we should put him on the podcast. There are so many why questions. Why. Like, why did the main character have a poster in his room that said music? Music. <laughs> Like, that feels like a prop from Pretty Cool to me. Like, how can that be serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have nothing to say. And but, now but, there's like a big fight at the school, at the sports game, and it was like literally just a bunch of boys kicking, kicking dust dirt. at each other. <laughs> <laughs> but, Paul, you, you thought it was really good and uh, you loved... You, you, loved, I didn't you think loved it was the a- fart jokes. Every time there was a fart, you just started that laughing and laughing. I actually <laughs> laughed at the first fart joke because I thought of you laughing. Yeah, right. You loved it. <laughs> and I just feel like you're happy that you caught him out laughing, laughing so it. immaturely so that you guys are even now. And it's just like, 
if you're trying to hide your pregnancy because number one, like you're dating the pastor's daughter and then you've swapped the fetus into live in your stomach cavity, like where is it even? How is it even? Whatever. The film said it's happened several times in history. Why mm. wouldn't you just <laughs> buy a couple of baggy jumpers and a coat and a scarf and no one would see your tummy? None of the rest of his body got fat. It was like, there is an Australian woman who had all these pregnancies that she kept a secret, who's now in jail because nobody knows where any of her babies are. Mm-hmm. She literally, like, her family didn't know. She carried all her babies to term. Like, nobody knew. Like, it's e- easier to do than you might think. Yeah, this kid is an idiot. Like, he chooses to keep playing uh, baseball, even though he knows he to physically... To teach aerobics. Can't. Yeah, to teach aerobics, <laughs> to play baseball. Like, even though he knows he physically can't, when he could easily get out of them by saying, you know, I hurt my back or yeah. anything. Like, And also, like, the dumbest thing he ever did was date that girl because she's an evil piece of shit. <laughs> she is, like, literally the worst human I've ever seen in her She's, family. like, a deadbeat, <laughs> not paying alimony. Like, she yeah. is a fucking He bitch. saved your body from having to... To like carry this baby carry and this like baby. be disowned by your very religious father, yeah. and she like never even checked in with him at any time. They even no, had a conversation. She broke up with him. She ran away. She broke up with him, yeah. and then any time anything went rough, like he got bullied, um, they tried to do an exorcism on him in church. <laughs> she just runs away. Every fucking time. Like I can't even. It was like they when they were doing the script. They're like, oh, we'll we'll put something there. We'll put a bit of dialogue there. But it was like the day rolled around. I'm like, oh, just run out the door. Like it and was. So the film has this kind of message. The message I think the film is trying to uh, like show us is motherhood is actually really hard and we should respect women for no, giving birth. No, that was birth. not the no, message. No, no, that, this is I what did I, not feel respected. No, but that's <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I think that's what the film is trying to that say. That was its intent. That's nope. its intent. And nope. <laughs> the only thing it did was present awful women. Like there was not one redeemable woman in the entire film. There was the awful woman that at the dress shop yeah. who fat shamed him and mocked him. There was his girlfriend who abandoned him and Every chance she could get. And how was his own mother was useless as well. Yeah. She was such a bad actress that they were like, don't give her any lines. <laughs> 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 you could tell she was shit scared every time. Yeah, she and I just want to say, birth is natural, birth is normal, birth is not a joke, being pregnant's not funny, like, live your life and if society needs to fucking catch up and stop making these movies, like, even Knocked Up and all this shit, it's like, it's not a joke and it's like... Do you not like Knocked Up? I mean, I loved it at the time, but once you've had a kid, like, it hits real different. And it's mm. it's not a joke. Like, it, mm. you know, it needs to be respected. That's how everyone comes into existence. Mm. Like, the narrative needs to change. Yeah. I am livid. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, yeah, I don't care that that doesn't make me fun or whatever. Like, it's some bullshit. Imagine if I was like, by the way. I'm pregnant again, <laughs> how, which I am not. It would be amazing, though. Yeah, because how awful would it be to sit through this film while pregnant? Yeah. Can you imagine watching fucking Knocked Up while you're pregnant? Like, Well, actually, it's funny that my sister found out she was pregnant the day um, 
she like we had already gotten tickets to see Knocked Up yeah. opening day. Yeah. And that morning she found out she was pregnant and she already had tickets, so then she went and saw Knocked Up that night with me. That was her introduction <laughs> to pregnancy. Yeah. Um, poor woman. Yeah. Uh, so there's a scene where he really needs to go to the toilet, so he runs to the toilet from class. <laughs> <laughs> and he just flops it out. And, yeah, the bullies won't let him get through, so he just flops out and pisses all over the floor. <laughs> but then the principal walks Nobody in. Nobody even jumps back or anything. Yeah. It's like, you're pissing. It's like, maybe get out the way then. <laughs> then they have a full dialogue scene in the piss puddle. <laughs> <laughs> the principal comes in, also stepping right through it. No one acknowledges it. And then the principal starts sniffing like there's something smelling. And we're like, oh, he's finally going to acknowledge the piss. And then he finds a cigarette butt in the urinal and picks it out. <laughs> Did no one at any point in the writing, filming of this scene, the editing of this scene think, there well, was a piss puddle <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> well, I, I know, I know that. So it's the, this film was so sanitized. Like if that if this movie was pretty cool or it was like you were supposed to have fun with it, mm-hmm. it there would have been like the kids would have got piss all over them. You know what I well, mean? I, like yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like they just messed up the blocking, and he was actually peeing into the urinal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he was in another room. <laughs> <laughs> How strong do you think his jet is? How big is his dick? He can't aim from that far away. So there's like a really weird villain in this film, which is like the school nerd who spies. We didn't even get onto it. Yeah, yeah. He spies on all the other students for the principal. It was a little fucking narc. narc. Yeah, but like for no reason because like. What exactly that, was that achieving? Hark at the end that he had with the principal. They were obviously having a thing. They were yeah, he yes. was fucking the principal and giving him <laughs> <laughs> intel. On that was their foreplay. Who, please investigate which of the male students are pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it made us... <laughs> It made no sense. Can I just say as well, of all the movies we've watched, this was the most we could not, like, we try to be as, like, neutral as possible while we're watching so that when we start recording, like, yeah, it's all a surprise yeah. how we feel and what we thought was funny and blah, blah, blah. Like, pretty cool. Lots of us are like, all these ones, no, we didn't watch for Lost Pasta together, did we? But no. pretty cool. Like, we giggled, whatever. But, like, it there, it was nothing on this. We were... It, we, it had a running commentary. We were screaming at the TV. Yeah. You just kind of had to. and I begged a thousand times for Paul to tell us how much longer it had to go. I even Googled it and I was like, Paul, this movie goes for longer than the other one. Like, what have you done to me? And this is the first time Ren has actually begged for the film to stop. Like, actually was pleading with me to stop it and pretend yeah, he, this that has we watched the whole me. thing. This has broken me. I don't think I could do this anymore. <laughs> Uh, um, can I can I just say, uh-huh. Paul? Oh wait, sorry, Lucy. <laughs> yeah, Paul. If I grew boobies, I'd let you slap them around. Yeah, we yeah. need to revisit that. <laughs> that guy needs to like re. Or he, that guy needs to look inside and question why 
he felt that way. Like yeah. he's obviously concealing a secret from him, even himself, about what his sexual preferences are, and it's fine. But you need to fly the flag, buddy. Like yeah, because uh, like for context. Uh, you know, they're discussing what's going to be happening to his body once, you know, he becomes more heavily pregnant. And he su- suggests that his boobs might grow bigger. And then, yeah, he's cute. Which kooky. they do, by the way. <laughs> well, they don't in the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but in real life, in they real, really do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, the kooky best friend's like, well, if you do grow boobs, will you let me slap them around? <laughs> and... Like if he, if that's his desire, there's plenty of guys out there with slappable boobs. But also, like I think, <laughs> but it's like I think that you actually he actually has a fetish for pregnant men. Like, that's, well, it is an actual. Yeah, fetish. of course it is. Mm. Yeah, and he, that's yeah. he needs to look inward mm. and assess, you know, what that is. We doesn't need to examine it, but like at least be honest. Mm. And I think I think a more courageous film would have explored. Yeah, so so Christian film. (laughs) Just know that you put a little fetish like plotline in your sanitized movie. Yeah, there is definitely fan fiction where that kooky friend is sucking off his best friend while pregnant. To take a page from Paul's book, though, Mm -hmm. I would defend this movie for being very pro-abortion because it is like in a world without abortion, like women are you know, driven to go into basements of kooky, junky scientists <laughs> to get their baby removed. So, you know, I think it's a real... But nobody even <laughs> uttered the word, Brenton. <laughs> the thing is, everyone in this film is very quick to accept this technology that swaps <laughs> the fetuses. Like, I was thinking, okay, so this kid's found out his girlfriend's pregnant. Then he goes... And tells her, my uncle's got this machine that swaps fetuses so I can have it. What? Do you want to come to this basement and he'll do it for you? <laughs> and she's like, okay, let's go. Just get this thing out of me. That's what like, she was thinking. Do you think it was like she was actually thinking, okay, this is all code for abortion and he doesn't want to use the word abortion. I'm just going to go along with it. His uncle's obviously a like a back, uh, like a back alley abortionist. No, I don't think that's what the... The context was no. <laughs> I think in this film's universe, she was like, "Cool, sounds good." <laughs> because you even can't like, say that this film was pro-choice. Because <laughs> was not even like when everyone in school finds out, they just instantly, ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and just like as a tip, um, after someone's had a child or even twins. They don't want you to go get all the town to go to the hospital and fucking make a racket outside the room. Can I just cheering them? Yeah, I think probably people that have given birth just want to be left the fuck alone. Look, bit of space, bit of quiet. I always say I appreciate a film that's shown me something I've never seen before, (laughs) and I have not seen another film where a cis male gives birth to twins and then opens the hospital window to have an entire town cheer him on with placards congratulating him for and giving like, birth to those literally twins. Literally the day before, you guys performed an exorcism on this man. 
Mike, how have you flipped so quickly? Like, even the priest was like, I love you to his daughter and the kid. It's like, mm, you're a bad person and you're going to hell. My favourite was the grandma in the wheelchair at the front of the crowd oh, waving the flowers her. around. Like, as if she'd know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, come over here and, and cheer with us. And then, like, the next day she finds out, finds out she's cheering for the. It really did make me think of that other Christian swap movie we watched Sick. where there were just so many background characters in the high school, whatever, that you were just like, you are just a high school student. Or it like Everyone in this group, film. Youth group. And we're like, woohoo, yeah, I'll be in this movie. Yeah. Like Rebecca Black and her friends yeah. in Friday. Everyone in this, everyone apart from... Gary Busey. Gary Busey, Stephen Tobolowski and the main pregnant guy. Yeah had the stink of, like, pleb off the street. It's like you are just... I should know. We can smell our own. We can smell our own. Like, you <laughs> obviously don't have any, like, camera training. Hmm. You're excited to be here. You don't know that you're in one of the worst movies ever made. Um, yeah, if the editor's listening, little tip. You don't have to play the entire song when playing a montage. It was like every... It was like everything was happening in camera. It's like they were playing the song, like... Live in the <laughs> shot, they were just like, "Well, how are we, we going to cut stop, it together?" Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like fading out the lights. It was like literally they were just turning them off. Like right, it was like everything now. was and this, real. And this had a, one of our favorite um, bad swap movie hallmarks: montages followed by another montage. montage. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, you got to feel that. Two hour block. What? Wait. Yeah. But this film is like so laboriously paced. It goes for so long, yet like it skips the first like eight months of the pregnancy. Mm. Like that mm. is like you think there'd be like a lead up, like where he starts to feel the effects, and like there's so many, there's so much potential there yeah. for story and comedy that they just skipped all past that, went straight to him having the giant belly. Is is very like every choice of this film is bizarre. Yeah, um, never before in my life. I just can't. I can't believe. But these what I've kind witnessed. of, but these kind of like so bad. You can't believe they were made. No, films but that's that the I room. That's these, the room. Me. This is like uh, you know, what's his name? Wazoo. Tommy. Tommy Wazoo. He's yeah. like from another planet. He is the biggest weirdo, and he made the weirdest movie, and was like. Just so blissfully unaware uh-huh. that, uh, you know, and it costs like $5 million, whatever. I'd love to know how much this cost, actually. <laughs> yeah. This just, it took itself so seriously. It had no... It- Look, the, that, the moments that took it themselves the most seriously were the ones that, like, were the highlights for me. So there was two specific moments. There was one where Lisa, the girlfriend... Uh, confronts arranges a rendezvous yeah, at the church at the church and she's like i want the baby back give it like put it back into my body and they have like this full dramatic blowout like and you can tell these actors think like this is my moment yeah this is my swell like two years time i'm in like a wes Anderson movie or some shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oscar goes to yeah. pregnant guy in mama boy also i feel like she's like she's like i want the baby back like i want to have the baby and he's like no and she's like okay well fuck you i'm gonna leave you in the dirt it's like if you cared about the baby how come you never checked on it he like falls over and you don't give a shit like 
that she's the most evil character of any film we've ever watched. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and yeah, the other amazing moment was that scene where the the town is cheering them on, yeah. and he's looking out the window with a oh tear. Oh my god! One how, single how tear. Did we not talk about rolling this? down his cheek, and then he crosses, he fists up his hands, and then crosses his arms and puts them over his chest. It's like, like he like collectively. It's like he's like <laughs> he like draws the invisible like love. The, and well wishes he's getting from the crowd and like draws them inward. It was the strangest thing I've ever seen. And it, again, it was like, this is a fundamental church. That's like, a, you know, that big, like, Hillsong. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hill song. It was that for sure. I, th- I've i never wanted this to not be a podcast, to, this to be a visual medium more, more than, than now. Because I would, lo- I really want our listeners to see these scenes, but I will say, like, I. Don't expect them to sit through two hours and four minutes. We can this. put some highlights up. On I can't even believe. I can't even believe like a film like this that you know it's not a studio thing. Whatever. I, I can't believe it went for that long. Like yeah. these movies go for seventy two minutes <laughs> at best. Like how did they do this? And I think if and we... more importantly, why did they <laughs> give this film to Brennan and I and fucking iMovie and we could turn this into a 90 minute 70 minute film quite easily yeah. when I was there there they, was so much unnecessary they've never heard absolutely. of yeah they've never heard of first draft they've never heard of trim the fat like yeah this and again they don't know how to down. edit and the songs and a- a- any of that it, that was I'm I'm blown away <laughs> I'm forever changed we should check that site you know that site where people do fan edits yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you need a fan to do a fan edit. <laughs> um, oh, that's you then, Paul. You love I think movie. I think I'm going I will champion this film like this is my new pretty cool. <laughs> I need people to discover this like you need or else it just feels like it's not even real like until enough people have experienced this and acknowledge that it exists. I would do anything to save someone the mental anguish <laughs> that would so it's like you're going to be this film's champion well I'm going to be I'll be right behind you like protesting <laughs> like, that yeah, yeah the only reason it. you were laughing your nuts off is because you, you were, knew how mad I was going to yeah, be. Yeah you were both you were just looking over at us and seeing how frustrated we were <laughs> start rolling on the floor giggling to yourself. I know I just really do wonder like who hurt you like what happened that this is yeah it's like the anti-funny that i just what is wrong with you should we get to it or not i am praying for you i want my baby back i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This isn't working, Kelly. It was a crazy idea to even begin with. 
Speaking of crazy ideas, Lisa, I'm eight and a half months pregnant. You don't just switch a baby back and forth. Well, you switched it with me. Yeah, that was different. It was just a little speck then, and now it's a monster. Don't you call my baby a monster. If anybody here is a monster, it's you, you crazy sci-fi experiment. You're breaking all the laws of nature, and I want my baby back. Yeah? Well, you can't have it. I know my rights. Possession's nine-tenths of the law, and I'm possessed, baby. All right, now it's time for our favorite segment, Hot or Not. Take it away. I don't away. even want to fucking sing it. All I of us. <laughs> what was the song he sang in the movie? The Home Run or whatever? Uh, it's a hit or something. <laughs> Is it? Like, you were a run-of-the-mill loser. <laughs> what? The baseball song it was like. Oh, that oh my I was god. About that it. was knocked out in half an hour of someone with like a MIDI keyboard. <laughs> like I can't believe how literal the lyrics were. It was astounding. Are they, are they a, a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me are they hot or not? Ding. Everyone is beautiful in their own way. Do we have a, a, a friend or foe song? Are they a friend or a foe? Are they... Willem Dafoe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Tobolowski as Reverend Weld. Not. Hot not. <laughs> bad, bad man. Evil man. Yeah. Not a hottie with a body. Sorry. Yeah. I'm gonna, sorry, Stephen. I know you're a lovely person in real life, but... But you were in this movie, so... Yeah, not. I think you're a very attractive man, and you should come on the podcast. <laughs> And explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Gary Busey, <laughs> Don Browski. I just don't understand why he was. It's just the strangest thing to me. Okay, Point Break, Utah. Give me two. Hot. Yeah. This movie, not. What the hell? Like you saying, it was like he just wandered in and tried to steal like food from craft services and so they assumed he was in the movie and gave him a costume and let him go at it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He like, like is, he okay? <laughs> is he okay? Is he okay? What did you say? So he looks like a homeless man. <laughs> All right. So uh Sean O'Donnell as Kelly Hankins. It's fun. it's weird that they gave the main character who's a cis male giving birth to a child a female First name. Yeah, but I think Kelly can be a man's name. And also, oh, yeah, I'm friend like or following him. Kelly Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. Ke- uh, yeah. 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 Slater? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a yeah. famous male Kelly. Yeah. Kelly Slater. Is he a surfer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know sports. <laughs> <laughs> you called him Slayer. <laughs> I did not. I called him Slater. That's what all his friends. All his friends call him Kelly Slayer because he slays chick. Uh, um... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's a foe from me. Like, oh, actually, I don't know. He tried his best to do the right thing. I guess that's admirable. But um, you must be something must be severely wrong with you to have dated that girl and to have forgiven her. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would say, yeah. Like he, uh, but like by his own admission, he is a very special guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. He's a bit, a bit, bit of a lost. Like he's a bit like uh, self-centered, but at the same time, like actually, yeah, he's, a- he's getting a foe. He had zero clue about the plight of birthing people. He he's out. But he was reading. He's like, up. I can he do was- it. Okay, ten pounds. Ugh, I'm a little fucking dickhead. Nah, foe. <laughs> but all teenagers are little 
dumb idiots. Yeah. Not <laughs> me, I was great. By the way, thank you everyone for listening <laughs> to the podcast. Um, I think teenagers are <laughs> yeah, like these geriatric millennials. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. I know you've looked up his age, Paul. I know. I, no, 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 I haven't. But um, <laughs> in in uh, in the did you know section of his IMDb, it says his trademark is a deep husky voice. <laughs> when he sang, when he sang the song, it was not deep. Um, so, um, I've got another tidbit about him that will make you hate him even more. Mm-hmm. He was a producer on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the way I said he needed therapy. It's like I guess not. He went in willingly. Yeah. So is this like a rich parents situation where Rebecca like- Black for sure? I'm gonna give him a friend. I as much as he could, he, you, he could sure use one. You're gonna need yeah, to be his because friend. in the end of the day, I think it is still a pretty selfless act he did yeah. to to birth a child so that his piece of shit bitch girlfriend doesn't get killed by his get, past of father yeah, yeah doesn't get killed by her father i think like a lot of guys would have been like oh well deal with it or like there's i think he did a pretty good thing by doing that yeah so i'm gonna give him a friend all right brendan swing vote no i i agree i know you hate that <laughs> well, i said i said the same things as you but um he was ignorant and rude about the plight of birthing people, so boo. <laughs> um, but he had to because he had to evolve and he had to learn that it's harder. Than or he maybe thought. they could have just manned up and had a conversation about what actually their options were, or like learnt more about using contraception. But that's, but that's not their fault. That's the America's fault. Yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah. It's what they've been born. Abstinence into. only. Yeah, this is true. It's a broken system. They're just living in it. Dylan Riley Snyder as Milton, the um, the, the snitch, the snitch narc. Um, in the movie, yeah, foe, yeah. In real life, you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't. Um, Brendan, look up a picture of that guy. Look, I have to say, he was. 18 when he filmed this. <laughs> so I'm going to give him a hot or not. Oh, really? You guys thought that he looked attractive in that photo? I thought he looked like a dickhead. Oh, he... No, nah, he's attractive. Like a, it's like a different person yeah, to the person like that different. was in this movie. Look, it's... I As soon as I saw him, I'm like, he's an obviously a sexy guy that they put glasses on to try to make... Yeah, but then why was there no payoff? Why didn't he take him off and like... Like, wave his hair about. Yeah, I'm just saying hair. it's. I'm just saying it's bad casting. Not that it's. Yeah, like, and like terrible for his film. career because nobody knows that he's like a secret heartthrob. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I, he was clearly more attractive than the people bullying him. So I'm going to give him a hot. But as a character, terrible person. He's actually. He, he couldn't have yet. any friends. Like he. But he did have a super cool car. And that, you know. Yeah. That car was bad. I wouldn't. Oh, it? Wouldn't ride it. And what was car. the personalized number plate? Dickhead? I don't know. I'm so bad. It was like snooping or something like that. That's right. Uh, snooping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he gets, he wears a, he gets a, a knot for He that wears person. a sign that says, I'm a snitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking not. All right. Let's, uh, let's finish this on a strong one. Ditto? Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about Ditto. ditto? Eric... Uh, Michael Eric Reed as Ditto, the wacky best friend. Foe, because he was an absolute sex pest, and this is 2016. Like, they should 
I can't believe that character existed. That was mm-hmm. like Corey, what's his name in Dream a Little Dream? I don't yeah, know. Corey. He, like, it, yeah, it, it felt. Was... It felt like um, I was watching. Uh, what's it called? What's that movie? That we just Any watch of half them. of them. Yeah. Like, what? What's the movie we watch half of it? Date movie or no? Oh, not another teen movie. Yeah, it felt like a parody from not another teen movie. Like, yeah, just a cliche eighties character who thinks, yeah, like spiking the punch ball makes you cool. And, and he was in the aerobics class, like completely creeping on the women while they were exercising. Like, not funny. And what that, uh, pre- let's, that let's behavior back. escalates into. <laughs> predatory real consequences let's circle back to the exercise class because what the fuck was that he all he was doing is getting them to lean on their left yeah left uh, lean on their left leg one two three lean on their right leg right one two three (laughs) and then at the end they're like you do the best classes ever and like okay yeah um um, yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Ditto a a, a foe as well, like piece of shit. Um, Brennan, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and finally, uh, uh, but also I was totally friends with people like that. Myself, so. <laughs> uh, well, I hope the next generation of people are brave enough to say to their friends, "I don't think that's cool behavior." Brendan? I told you I was in some place. I told Brendan, you I was the no, I like, don't like how you act. No, like, I... <laughs> 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 There's many things we could say about Brendan, but he's not a sex pest. Yeah. <laughs> there we are. Does he forget the name of every celebrity ever? Yes. Does he ever do his homework? No. Is he a sex pest? No. <laughs> Good work, Brendan. Um, Set in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> so let's finish with uh, history's greatest monster, Alexandra DeBerry as Lisa Fo, Wells. Fo. Fucking Fo. Fo. Someone should have aborted her. <laughs> <laughs> Too far? <laughs> yes. I was I was feeding off your fervor. <laughs> yeah, she she is terrible in every way. Yeah, I would never let her have contact with those children. Like, she's an evil person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing redeeming about her. <laughs> like, she came in at the end. She came, it's like, oh, now, now, um, everything's like not hard, and yeah. like everyone's cool with it. Now I'll like be by your side. That's yeah. Yeah, like hope we don't have any bumps in the road in our life together as we raise these two Chil- children. children. Yeah. Birthed yeah. by a man. Yeah. I give it a year. <laughs> if even that, like raising a small child yeah, is the hard. The first time one of those yeah. babies cries, she's like, yeah. bye. She, she runs, runs out, runs out, out yeah. the yeah. And leaves him in the dirt with the two kids in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good ending. That would be a good ending. I've never been a fan of religious rules. Do this, do that, do this, do that. By the time you're done, you're nothing but a big doo doo. Look. We don't have all the answers, son, but I do know this. God, he has a plan and a purpose for you. And no matter what you go through in life, you need not be afraid because all things work together for good. God's got your back. So do I. Let's get to Opinion Swap where we find some interesting reviews of Mama Boy from <laughs> You're across already the losing it. You're already losing it. <laughs> so this one's from Matt on Letterboxd. He gives it half a star and he says... They didn't show us the post-birth penis. Zero out of ten. 
Um, this one's from Ape Kong, who gives it half a star. This is the worst movie. Animal abuse by having the poor monkey in it. Don't watch it. You'll be a worse person after being in the same room during this insultingly extensive runtime. Yep, I feel that 100%. This one's from Emma on Letterboxd. She is at one star. And she says, weird as fuck. <laughs> also, after I saw this, Tumblr started showing me a lot of MPreg posts. How do I make this stop? <laughs> Where are they using Tumblr? <laughs> How old is this? 2016. 2016. Yeah, oh, actually, around. that was in 2019 that she posted that review. So, Still, uh, everyone was on Tumblr until, like, they took all the sexy <laughs> stuff off. So, it was, it was on. Uh-huh. Like, people were there. Uh, so this one's from Purple Owl zero two three who gave it half a star, and they said, "Why did I watch this? Why is it two hours long? Why is Gary Busey in it? Why and why does Dylan Riley Snyder only play characters named Milton?" Okay, apparently. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I I thought we should at least have um, a one, different opinion, one positive review, a second opinion, <laughs> just to. Completely rip off the. How, other how did you find? You have to mine the, scrub the internet. Well, it only has seven reviews on IMDb, so you don't have to read that far in. Did you go to like? A, you, there's you, like a Christian site that does Christian reviews of yeah, films. Did that's what I thought like? you were gonna hit us with. The first review on IMDb is, is one out of star, one out of ten. Whack movie. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is from Psycho <laughs> on, <laughs> on IMDb. He gave it eight out of ten. Oh, a psychotic person loves this film. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, odd little film, but I liked it. Watch this tonight and wasn't expecting much from reading the synopsis, but just wanted a fun movie to kill a night. I ended up really liking it. The idea is pretty original and handled in an interesting way. Watching Kelly and what he went through as far as being embarrassed and even shunned and all the physical changes he went through really drives home what young girls go through when pregnant. Somehow seeing it from the guy's point of view gives more sympathy for the girls. I think we just take things for granted. Yeah, women it... love it when you say stuff like that, buddy. <laughs> I think we just take things for granted when a girl is pregnant. But watching a guy lose friends, have his peers whisper about him, start sucking at things he loves like baseball, it brings home their realities. <laughs> A lot of these actors are not well known yet. Some even say that this is their first role, at least first listed on IMDb. And I thought they all did fine. The kid who plays Kelly has a really expressive face and does emotion well. I expect we will see him in more. And ditto, he'll be playing the stoner guy in everything soon, no doubt. I was also impressed by the little brother. His acting was very natural, which is sometimes tough for young kids. The nurse's character was hilarious, and she played it well. No one was bad. That in <laughs> this itself, as long as the movie, <laughs> no, no one was bad. That in is in itself is a pretty good feat for any movie. Production value was good. Sound and lighting on point. Music <laughs> person fit. worked on the film. Absolutely, sincerely, the casting agent. <laughs> <laughs> Music fit well. All in all, comes across as a larger budget film than what's listed on IMDb. Which we need to find out absolutely right now. Owen Busey. <gasps> random. <laughs> loved it. The only thing that bugged me, and it's no big deal really, and 
is why I didn't give it nine or ten was that I couldn't figure out if this was one of those Christian production movies or something. A few things like when Kelly's dad is talking to him really came across that way. And then the whole topic of the movie doesn't seem like it would be. I really don't care either way. I'll watch either kind of movie as long as it's good. Just kind of bug me. <laughs> you know, in like TV shows or whatever, where like people are being interviewed and they don't want to like do it anymore and they're like taking their microphones off and there's like that noise and they're like, I'm not doing this anymore. Please insert that noise here. Like the only reason I didn't throw the microphone and go over to the door is because these are Brendan, this is Brendan's equipment and I don't want to fuck with his things, but I cannot go on. Okay, so I've got the budget here. Paul's and- trying to like move on so that she doesn't quit. <laughs> I've got the budget here, and I I think there's a bit of a conspiracy theory involved with this budget, because the budget of the film was six six hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. If you flip that around, (gasps) it becomes six six six. six. This film was made by the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I guess seven hundred thousand dollars. This film cost. How much? You, what do you reckon Busey's rate is? Five bucks. <laughs> Meals <laughs> and accommodation. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like filling up his pockets from the craft service. Unless it was just like, um, like court ordered. Like <laughs> it was a community service. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? I mean, morning sickness, muscle cramps, swollen feet, backaches, mood swings, breakouts of acne, and tender nipples. It says here that the breasts might increase in size. You don't suppose I'm going to, like, grow, you know? I don't know. But promise me one thing. No. If you do... Don't even go there. You'll let me touch them. Seriously, ditto? Is that too much to ask from your best friend? If I had some, I'd let you slap them around. You're hopeless. Now it's time for Tenuous Recommendations, where we each recommend a movie, TV show, song, album, book, whatever that is connected to today's movie in some way. So I'll start. Uh, My connection is this film was called Mama Boy, and I'm recommending another film with the word boy in the title. Water Boy. The Water Boy, yes. I already did Boy the other day. <laughs> About uh, a boy. <laughs> yeah, can we guess? <laughs> no. Uh, so I'm recommending the 2015 film The Boy and the Beast, which is a film by Mamoru Hosoda, the, uh, one of my favorite anime directors. Um, this poster that's behind me is one of his films, um, Wolf Children, and he also did a film called Summer Wars. But um, this one is uh, about a film uh, – sorry, this film is about a, a orphan boy who then goes into this, like, uh, mystical world and has to, like, compete in these tournaments. And um, it's, like, a really beautifully animated film and um, a lot of fun fantasy um, everything this film isn't. <laughs> I just don't understand how you can say that you love this movie when you when you like films like that. Because I the duality of man, sir. <laughs> I can't believe it. I, I'll never understand it. This film, it's. I'm acknowledging this film was terrible. This film is a bad movie. <laughs> I think you were dropped on your head when you were younger. You got something I with your was. sense of humor. My sister did drop me on my head. <laughs> oh my god! But um, something with your sense of humor is well off. 
You get it, Brendan. I get it. You get it. Like, not this one. I was laughing more at your entertainment. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Assassin 33, I could get there. I could get there. Yeah. <laughs> to me, the worst, if a film is genuine, like, in its intentions and fails so hard, that's funny. <laughs> one man's failure is another man's comedy. <laughs> Yes. Where is that? It just makes me feel uncomfortable. That's the That's funny. British comedy. Yeah, that's the funny. Yeah. No, this- but British comedy likes being uncomfortable. It doesn't fail to be <laughs> This yes, I agree. I would put this on par with the British office. Now, um <laughs> <laughs> Actually, kind of hate the British office, so you know. All right, Lucy. I don't like what's his name. What's the guy? Ricky Gervais. Yeah, Yeah. it's not for me. What are you recommending that people watch instead of Mama Boy? So I just feel like, uh, you know, pregnant people are just the butt of every joke, and that Mm -hmm. just like pregnancy is disgusting, and all of this stuff, and you know, there's just not many things out there that give you any hope and Mm -hmm. and, you know even if it's not all about that stuff it's like that your relationship's going to be terrible after and that just like your married life is just going to be like drudgery and just hard and awful and whatever so i'm picking a movie called away we go have Mm -hmm. either of you seen it i haven't Mm -hmm. so do you know what it is i've heard of it so it's john krasinski and um maya rudolph Mm -hmm. is it krasinski Yes. Kransky. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they play a couple who find out that they're pregnant and they've got like some weird family stuff or whatever. So they embark on like a journey across America to try and figure out where they want to live and like how they want to live with their child. And they visit lots of friends and family and they just sort of have all these conversations and, you know, they're just feeling their way through like a really – you know, uncertain time or well, not uncertain, just like a time of your life that's just filled with so many unknowns and they, they try and pick like a, a journey that's good for them. Mm-hmm. And um, it was written by Dave Eggers and his wife, uh, Vendela Vida, who she's a um, an author as well. Mm-hmm. Like they both normally write books as opposed to screenplays. Um, and I think they wrote it when they were pregnant with their first child and, you know, mm-hmm. they put, all those feelings into the film. Hmm. Sounds like a lovely movie. Yeah. Um, good recommendation. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Brendan, what do you got? I am recommending the 1987 classic, The Cure for Insomnia. Insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's a it's a bit more of an experimental film. Um, it's like this guy reading this poem out, um, and it's like sort of spliced with like heavy metal and pornographic images. <laughs> What's the real? Sorry. What's the connection? I'm glad you asked. This film caused me a lot of pain and took <laughs> forever. This film s- sounds horrible <laughs> and goes for 87 hours. <laughs> Have you ever even seen it? No, but Paul might. (laughs) So one day when we do a tenuous swap, you can't make me watch an eighty-seven hour movie. Do it, do it, do it. 
how many of these movies have we watched? It would add up to 87 hours. You fucking deserve it. Eat it with a smile. Make jokes about it. <laughs> it's like that's your best you yet, living Brendan. in your your favorite like uh, genre bad <laughs> yeah there you go there you go eat it what's it got on IMDb <laughs> does a film that goes for 87 hours I just like you to know that that is uh, how many days is three that? days and 15 hours <laughs> yeah 5.1 so it's middle of the road I guess well that's actually pretty good like <laughs> this this film is basically an experiment designed to reprogram biological clocks for insomniacs so they can sleep again. It's an experiment. It's not even a film. It's like it's a torture experimental de- film. It's a torture device. Have you ever seen a more pitiful sight? He's gone from hot to so not. From cool to fool. From super athletic to Mr. Pathetic. Well, Lisa... Oh, from, um, hunk to junk. <laughs> nice. Ugh, warning at 12 o'clock. Let's get out of here before he contaminates us. Pure awesomeness. This one's going viral. So where are we ranking? The bottom. I don't even <laughs> do a look at the list. Amongst the films we've watched for the podcast. So Lucy has said bottom. Yeah. What even is above that? What did what So your current bottom at the moment is the sex trip. <laughs> yep. I hated this more. <laughs> Brendan? Well the cobbler was really boring. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, let me look. Is the cobbler your bottom? No it's not. His bottom is the Christmas trade. Mm. And second above pretty cool. Oh <laughs> this is tough. Um come and join us, Brendan. <laughs> I'm I'm putting it. Please don't validate Paul in any way. <laughs> I beg of you. I'm putting it. Bet- oh, <laughs> it's so tough. Christmas trade or Mama's boy? Oh. <laughs> Which one was Christmas trade again? <laughs> that, that was the one. With the two the, brothers or? Uh, no, that was Christmas swap. Christmas, <laughs> okay. Christmas trade was the, the, the waitress. The ball. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, Are you sure? I think so. Yeah. All right. I'm putting it between a Christmas trade and nothing else because it's bottom of my list, baby. Yay! <laughs> Woo! No one even wants to hear what you think, Paul. <laughs> I'm putting it above being John Mc. <laughs> <laughs> This is very hard for me. Like, as you know, I previously put pretty cool. Yeah, you have. There's two sides of your brain. There's like (laughs) things that like good things, and then things that like bad things. And how do you? Never the two shall meet. Like, how do you put them in the same list? Yeah, it's it's so hard. It's so hard. Paul, if we weren't here, you wouldn't have enjoyed this as much. Yeah, it's It's the experience of watching it with you guys. Yeah, made me enjoy it so much. Oh, but I had that experience, (laughs) so now it's part of it. So, would you watch it again with other people? I I feel like he's going to. I I feel like in my future I will be watching this film again. I have that in my bones. <laughs> I feel that. I am going to put it in between Pretty Cool and Little. You oh like it more God. than you Pretty put, Cool. You put it above Little. <laughs> I put it above a lot of really good movies. Piece of shit on the <laughs> ground. 
because, and I'll give the explanation. I don't even care. <laughs> it is a terrible movie. I'm not saying Friendship it's not over. a terrible movie, but I, you know, I've had like a pretty stressful week. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have, have you? And I laughed a lot in this movie. I laughed till I cried. Yeah, at my and expense. I treasure that. At my expense, you laughed. <laughs> so that's what it is. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so next episode, we've already uh, revealed that we've already recorded it. So no lying. What we is kn- it? We know what it is. <laughs> it's the 1998 Denzel Washington thriller. In uh, Halloween. In Halloween. <laughs> Though maybe we should have done this for Halloween. <laughs> it was horrifying <laughs> enough. It truly was. It was a nightmare. Um, so, yeah, that, this is a film that we've already watched, so we're not going to tell you what we thought of it, but it stars Denzel Washington, John Goodman, Donald Sutherland, James Gandolfini, and it's about a detective that realises that the serial killer he's pursuing may in fact be a body-swapping demon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's again 1998's Fallen. <laughs> remember when you guys were complaining about the running time of Fallen? <laughs> yeah, because it was literally one minute less than this. But it's amazing, like that two films with essentially the same running time feel so different in length. No, they both <laughs> felt very long. You felt the length in Fallen like you did in, in this. Sure did. Oh no, it not not to the same extent. But yeah. can we add this? Are I did. Gonna, this is spoilers. I did. <laughs> I did half a day. It was, this was half a day's work. This yeah, was, it went. But more than four hours <laughs> of what watching. That's half a day at work. But maybe like one day someone important will listen to these episodes and then something great will happen to our someone's lives. Someone's going to, they're going to get someone. <laughs> the people from Mama Boy are going to get someone from like the Christian. Like, Lobbyist to sue yeah, us. <laughs> no, to fucking come and murder us. Yes. With a car bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, guys. It's not Christian. If you do it, we'll encourage other people to have babies. What? <laughs> Man That's what babies. they want. <laughs> not in the wrong bodies, Brendan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So this is my time in the podcast where I remind you, if you haven't reviewed us on iTunes, uh, you are a piece of Paul shit. Paul Mizzy on the ground. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I also, if you don't want to, because Paul doesn't deserve it, that's fine as well. But don't you deserve it? Don't you deserve it? Well, my pain and suffering. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you've gone to all this effort. You've tortured yourself. I'm away from my child. She's abandoned her child. (laughs) (laughs) This is me pulling the mic off. Officially. Officially. Stop the cameras. Stop. I've had enough. I want to go home. (laughs) <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I was Lucy Thomas. Uh, oh, I was Brendan Levi. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Paul usually says his name. Yeah, but it was funny because Lucy did the mic drop. So I said bye. Bye. See Bye. The Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. 
Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.